Hello friends, it's Friday again. Another bank holiday weekend is upon us. Whatever you find yourself doing, whether you're out or you're working or you're just taking it easy, I genuinely hope you have a great one. You are listening to the Lincoln Night Podcast with me, Ronnie Byrne. If you are listening on a podcast provider, please remember to subscribe and to leave us a review. If you are listening on the Lincoln Night website, you can find the links to your preferred podcast provider at the bottom of the page. As the war in Ukraine rages on, more and more people fleeing the conflict are being rehomed across the United Kingdom, including right here in Lincolnshire. And I wanted to speak to somebody that had voluntarily opened their doors for anyone coming from Ukraine that needed it. Earlier in the week, I spotted a Facebook post in a Lincoln group from Kerry Moyles. Kerry had written about a family that she was about to introduce to her home from Ukraine, uh, comprising of a mother and two young children. She was basically looking for advice on places to visit, things to do, just ways and methods of making her new guests feel welcome feel welcome in Lincoln. And Kerry lives near the city centre with her husband and two children of her own. So I was fascinated to find out how that they'd how they'd made the decision that this was something that they wanted to do. I visited Kerry's home midweek and yet again, as I often do on this show, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. Kerry was lovely. We had a wonderful conversation. It's the selflessness for me. The selflessness just blows my head apart, honestly. So friends, Kerry Moyles. Kerry Moss, thank you ever so much for agreeing to this. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. And all the better because we uh, finally got our visas for our Ukrainian guests yesterday. So it's been, you've come on a good day. That's fantastic. That's why I'm here. I suppose the obvious place to start is what made you decide to open your doors to people fleeing this crisis? So I guess when everything kicked off and, and things obviously happen in the world, a lot and you feel completely powerless other than being able to throw some money to the Red Cross or the Disasters Committee and this time when the Homes for Ukraine scheme was announced it was like oh this is actually quite fortuitous we've moved to Lincoln we happen to have two reception rooms we've got the space the kids are at a good age we live so centrally that it's kind of a perfect place for someone to come that we just kind of looked at each other and said we're going to do this, aren't we? Like, yeah, we absolutely are. And that was it. No going back. That's fantastic. What was the process like from putting your home forward to actually hosting a family? <laughs> you make it sound more organised than it was. Um, the, I think what a lot of people don't know is that the Homes for Ukraine scheme is in the government's phase one at the moment, which is you have to, as a, as a householder or a tenant or whoever, if someone with a room to offer, um, you have to find someone to sponsor to bring them over now that was the first hurdle for us it's like we don't know any ukrainians i'm sure if we had spent some time and asked our wider facebook family i'm sure we would have found a connection Mm. but actually didn't need to do that because amazing people that exist in the world within two days of that scheme being announced facebook groups had sprung into action Um, including lots in Lincolnshire, Um, you know, people saying, well, I've got this home, so how can we get this in front of someone in Ukraine? While that was happening, really proactive charities um, took an interest um, and we ended up joining a a platform called Apora, who uh, put allowed us as a a potential sponsor to say this is who we are this is where we are these are the kind of people that we would be happy to welcome and that makes it sound you know a bit divisive (laughs) but it really was just like you know how many people you know we probably we knew three was gonna be our limit kind of a parent and two children um, because of the space we had available we could even say the ages you know ideally for kids that would be a good match for our two boys who are seven and eight so that's what we did um and very quickly we found 
the perfect people um, to welcome into our home. So we got chatting to a 29-year-old mum from Odessa in Ukraine. She's got a nine-year-old daughter and a three-year-old son. Um, and that was it. We just knew we had a really lots of emails backwards and forwards using Google Translate. Uh, my Ukrainian is non-existent and my Russian which I did randomly do at school is very rusty so uh, we could talk about kind of you know all those classic things like how can I get to the station um, but not to say tell me how you're feeling in the you know uh, in this awful situation but you just make a human connection with somebody um, and which is what we did and we arranged to do a Skype call and uh, the day after the scheme officially opened just to see each other and you know because unfortunately people have taken advantage of the situation there are people scamming out there there are people making uh, Facebook requests to people who've put themselves forward and then they get a bit of a an awful sounding sob story and a, a request for money so one of the advice uh, bits of advice from the charity and anyone doing it was have that video call see the person mm. do they you know friend them on facebook which is exactly what we did and we just saw a reflection of our own lives in them so them at the park them going ice skate you know all that kind of stuff we like they are human yeah. and we want to we would want someone to do this in, our, in this situation if it was reversed so we then <laughs> did the two hours on Skype trying to fill in this 31 page uh, government form um, asking someone I've just met questions I would not even ask someone I'd known for 10 years have you got a criminal record have you ever served in the military have you ever been convicted of spying um, and those weren't just questions for the mum when we filled in the kids applications <laughs> had to answer the same questions wow. for a three-year-old um, just bonkers um, but got to the end of it when she was reassured that everything had gone through um, she had the confirmation of the applications in her email inbox the next day they grabbed their belongings and got on an evacuation train out to Romania which is where they have been for the last five weeks um, waiting for approvals so so what sort of support do people like yourself and your eventual guest when they get here receive from council from government from yeah and that was really important we would have done it regardless but actually it was really important to understand what we could not what we could get but what support was in place for those guests so it's something you have to think really hard about taking someone into your house full stop but then if you were then told oh and it's just you you're just going to have to you know get on with everything that's quite a lot to take in they were really the government were really clear up front that sponsors get um a thank you payment of £350 a month to go towards, you know, your extra bills, your extra heating bills, yeah. your extra water bills. Um, and for the guest, they what has been fantastic is the first thing that happened that made us really confident that everything was in order was I got a call from Lincolnshire County Council right. saying, we can see that you've got some people hopefully coming to you. Um, they then came out really quickly on the 1st of April, a guy came out and came around to assess the house. So making sure, because again, unscrupulous people, um, <laughs> seeing that 350 pounds that they aren't trying to cram them into a box room. Yeah. Are they giving up a lounge in order to get it? So they came out really quickly to say, yep, you've got the right amount space for the number of people you've got coming have you got an up-to-date you know gas safety certificate you know is your house livable basically yeah. um 
came out really quickly. The next thing that will happen is when our guests get here, we let the same people at uh, the council know. They then trigger a, a visit from the Lincolnshire Fire Service, who just come and do that extra check. And on approval of that, the council will come round and give our guests um, an interim £200 each. Right. So I believe every council is doing it differently. Some people turn up with a brown envelope, other people turn up with kind of um, high street vouchers. So I believe Lincolnshire are doing a you know, kind of one of these prepaid yeah. debit cards. So our family will get £600 to tide them over until they can get universal credit and that's yes. kind of another part of our role as sponsor is to help them get through that we've never done that process before so um there's kind of strict order and again i've gleaned this from other people going through it um so when they get here i need to get them a mobile phone they wow. need a british phone number when they've got a british phone number they can apply for a bank account when they've got a bank account they can do the universal credit so yeah yeah there's a few hoops I'm glad the checks have been done because these things can be easy to abuse. I'm sure you remember the furlough scheme went through a very, very similar thing. Um, I will ask you, in terms of support, but maybe in a different way, how have your friends and family reacted to knowing that this is what you're doing? Has it all been positive? Has there been a bit a, a reservation here or there? Or Everyone has been amazing. Mm. The, the, the most common thing that people say to us is, you're so good for doing this. And it's like, you know, and I won't have people say that because as I said before, it just so happened that we were in the right house, that kids were the right age, everything was perfect. Um, but what that has meant is where people, you know, I think because the scale of this crisis is just unbelievable um, and living in the age that we do, you cannot escape from it. You are seeing your own faces reflected, you know, back at you in, in horrible social media or kind of war reports. So where our friends have been amazing is people said to us at the start, if there's anything you want, if there's anything I can do, and we were like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we'll see. You know, we don't know what to expect yet. But actually when, when push has come to shove, and as I say yesterday, we got the, the great news that these visas are able to be collected. And so our guests should be here next week. Kind of practicalities and logistics took over and we need to get these three guys over here. They have never flown before. Yeah. Um, so we took to social media last night just to say to friends and family, here's the good news. Now, you know, all that help that you did say you were up for giving, mm. could we <laughs> ask for it? Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, I will never, I mean, I'd have to be, oh God, I don't even know what situation I have to be in to ask people for money. But this was one of them. And I just, if we're looking at 550 pounds to get them over flights. Yeah. Um, there is free rail service um, all throughout Europe, but, They've waited for five weeks. There's a three-year-old and a nine-year-old. I struggled to get on the train with a seven and eight-year-old to London without it being a bit of a nightmare. Um, so I wasn't going to inflict that on anybody. Um, you know, mums unite. So, unite. yeah, <laughs> we said to friends and family, look, just gauging it, would you give us a pound towards it? Even if like 50 people gave us a pound, that would really help. Um, within two hours, we'd absolutely, people had bowled us over. And everyone said the same thing, which was, we can't, we're not in a position to help, so this is how we want to help. And again, people had said, you know, they'd given money to the Red Cross, but actually they, because it was us, they knew us, and they knew the life that these people were gonna have you know, in our family, they could, um, some people, some of our friends have been so ridiculously generous. I went back to a couple of people saying, you've put an extra zero on that, 
think you've made a mistake no absolutely wow. wouldn't hear of it so we have covered the flights we have been able to you know there's things like i know like victoria the the daughter loves karate you know we can now say let's we we'll sign you up for a little karate school yeah. here something normal you know we can maybe get them some tablets or things that they're, they're not we'll show you the room later but they're we've got a lovely room set up but there's just there's a tv in there yeah and yeah. i don't want them to feel like god like being a student again you have to lock yourself in your room and not come out i know like our kids you know they'll be quite happy just to lay on their beds and you know entertain themselves while the mum can do something else you know it's those extra comforts we can now give them um, and those uh, feeling of normality so our friends and family have been absolutely amazing I can't believe I couldn't believe it last night my phone just pinged constantly and it is the generosity thing so I found you through a post in a Lincoln Facebook group and you were asking if anyone could help with basically a welcome pack so it's a mother with two children like you mentioned one of the children's really into karate what was the response to that like when, when I saw it there were, we were a couple of comments deep and um, I looked back and yeah, did yeah. did all right. It, it snowballed pretty quickly. Um, again, God bless Facebook and its algorithm. But obviously, the more people that commented, the more people that saw it. Yeah. Um, and again, you could just see in the responses from people. Again, they didn't feel they. Again, they might contribute to a kind of disaster committee thing. But again, this is Lincoln. This is where you live. I, you know, these people are going. Well, I own a business in Lincoln. I'd absolutely want to show these people uh, a warm welcome. So, just incredible. I spent uh, some of yesterday chasing up on some of that. So, I spoke to an amazing woman called Emma that runs Fun Farm, um, the, yes. which we go to anyway. Um, <laughs> who's offered um, our guests a year-long pass to go there again? Just, wow. I mean, I use soft plays as an absolute retreat when I need to. Yeah. Um, so it'll be amazing. For them just to go do you know what she can sit down and have a cup of tea and the kids can run around screaming um you know playing with other children where language isn't an issue it's the you know it's the language of play um which is as my own children have found out you know it's universal um we i got a lovely message from a lady called sharon who runs madame waffle um mm. up in town which we love again um so it's great it's uh, offering some vouchers for them to come and eat and other people have said they don't own businesses but they were like i'll absolutely buy a voucher for jump or yeah people that understand what living in a city with kids is like yes so that's been incredible and then people also just with you know well, what what else do you need you know what else can i help with um if money if they can't give money which we weren't absolutely not asking for but it's like you know i've got toys i've got books and that's been incredible um we've tried to balance things out in that you'll see that the room is set up as a room i haven't gone overboard with things yet a couple of games because I just don't want to overwhelm them. So yeah. lots of people had offered clothes and toys and things. And I thought, actually, I have to put myself in their situation. I kind of want a bit of a blank canvas and be told, do what you yeah. want with this. We've emptied this room. There are shelves for you. There's an empty wardrobe. Um, there's bedding. Mm. Um, but I really feel it's important for them to be able to me take them into town and someone another colleague has given us 50 pound primark voucher just right. to go because again take them in there get them ukrainians are there's they're really warm i think both in both in spirit and in uh, body temperature so um it's really important like they will always wear slippers apparently they'll always like robes right. are really important so it's like i don't want to give those as and I am a big second-hand person. I am quite happy in second-hand clothes. I love the charity shops in Lincoln. But there are just some things that I think it's really important for them to be able to 
take ownership of and have some normality to go to a shop choose something they like and pay for it yeah L- Lincoln's response in general has been fantastic I know we've visited the same yes. same warehouse set up by Polish school Lincoln that was I know oh. you found it as overwhelming as I found it yeah, yeah. oh what a place we, <laughs> we popped in there on Saturday um, just to donate some old phones that had been knocking around for ages um and I went in thinking, I'll just ask, you know, what kind of thing that my, my guests can get. I was not expecting to see the boxes and rails and hand. I mean, I don't think I said you didn't see it, but there was this, we were looking at the toys to try and pick something out for the three-year-old. And a lady came over and said, oh, you can have anything you want apart from this box here. And it was a massive packing box full of handmade bunny rabbits wearing little clothes, all crocheted. And each one had a little luggage tag around it saying what the bunny's name was and please look after me. I mean, oh, it was it was amazing. So I am really looking for they will find that overwhelming because I know I did and I didn't need anything from there. So yeah. I've sent I took photos and sent them over because I didn't want that to be a kind of you know those doors going back and then seeing that flipping egg yeah it's it's really something this city man honestly this city just to wrap up what would you say to anybody that was on the fence about putting their home forward as a safe space for anyone fleeing this crisis so I think for us as I said perfect storm of being able to do this and there are a lot of factors involved in that and I know a lot of people are beating themselves up a little bit around the fact that oh well we have got a spare room but it's that doesn't matter if you can't do it don't feel bad find other ways to help as I said you will know someone in your friends and family circle who is thinking of doing it or you know who can do it you know help give them the extra push help show that you can support them um there's a lot of you know things have got a lot clearer in the last six weeks since we applied there's a lot of resource out there there are you know like we were saying like the polish school there are they are amazing they will know people the people that we're bringing over will know people so you know reach out to anybody and when we get finally get into phase two of the government scheme where they are matching people themselves you know that might be the really you know feel reassured that these people are going through checks just like we went through checks you know everyone is being on our side is being dbs checked you know but that's happening on the ukrainian side as well you are not going to let anyone into your home that isn't desperately in need of it Gary I know you hate hearing it it's an incredible thing you're doing thank you so much for your time today and hopefully everything goes perfectly thank you very much Kerry Moyles there friends again a truly selfless act for the people that need it the most these stories of generosity especially from the people of Lincoln since this whole crisis began it, it gets me Guess me every time, friends, right in those fields. We obviously wish all the best to Kerry and her family and to her guests arriving next week. Simply, simply fantastic. You have been listening to the Lincolnite podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave us a review. I've been Ronnie Byrne, and we'll catch you next time. Have a great weekend.